Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to the Sports Sunday On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriot can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free one-inch filter. They also check your AC for free. Go to ServicePatriots.com. It's time for Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Second and seven. Irving breaks it back. Brought to you by Grillworks Supply Company. Ben takes the shotgun snap. Will Branson throws down the right sideline. And over the shoulder, catch by Harrison. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Beavers! Explore the flavors of Oregon at Grillworks Supply Company in Beaverton or at grillworkspdx.com. Football is so fun. It's our job. That's crazy. It's so fun. Now, here are your Football Sunday hosts, Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher, on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080. You're about to get it right there. You're about to get this. No, don't say that. I'm not scared of you. Good morning, welcome in to Football Sunday right here on 1080 The Fan. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so early. 8 a.m. That's right, 8 a.m. Uh, today. Thank you Seahawks for the early morning wake-up call on a Sunday. Got a 6.30 a.m. start for NFL football though, man. For yeah, over there. Watchers. Yeah, oh. my phone was going off. I had all type of notifications like, man, what the hell is going on? Across Trevor the Lawrence Atlantic. Skelly. Yep, good. Yep. He's my fantasy quarterback. Mine too. I'm that like, okay, big. Trevor. Yeah. Well, he did get sacked he, before the end of the first he half. He's on his way to getting benched here in a minute. So, uh, so yeah. yeah, yeah, no kidding. 8 a.m., 8 a.m. It's already, uh, where is it? Pop me up. Pop me up, baby. Oh. There you go. It's there we go. Ah, it's lit. Huh. There we go. See, this is something that I am just not used to. I'm not utilizing anymore. Is oh, the, the, uh, the, the yeah the drop, the drop board. board? I mean, it, how about just a little Viking horn? Looking at this hit from Ole Miss to LSU. Viking horn uh, is deleted apparently. What? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Somebody, I think Swag probably just didn't want to hear that anymore. Uh, how about the, wow? I'm not mad at him. There are certain things we can just delete. Oh, all I, the fart noises can go. We need to clean this all up. How about Gary Let's, Thorne? There we go. How about this? Yeah, we'll give you we'll give you that all morning here. On Super racist Sports Dan Sunday. Lanning, unbelievable. Good God. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rashad, uh, please tell us about that. Since neither Joe and I, Joe or I, can talk on Are this you subject. Offended by Dan yeah. Lanning's pregame speech and the Ducks' approach to the Colorado game. Was I offended? <laughs> <laughs> Were people? Is that a thing? That, yes, is that a thing? Yes, Twitter. <laughs> I love. Twi- was it Black Twitter? Oh, uh, I, I don't was, really know what you guys check Twitter. black Twitter. I, I'm going to call maybe liberal Twitter as opposed oh, okay. to black Twitter, but but I don't know for sure. Uh, uh, either way, it was. Um, yeah, people were not happy with Dan Lanning, apparently. What the doing it for clicks line? Yeah. Yeah. Doing it for clicks. Was he wrong? Well, listen, let's not act like Oregon hasn't done <laughs> it for like clicks. I feel like Rashad just crawled out of the cave. Uh, no, I'm just saying the last. <laughs> no, I was like, no, because I'm saying, <laughs> like, hell? did he say did he say something that I missed or something? But no, <laughs> no? But, but as far as let's just be real, man, Oregon's been doing it for clicks. For years, what are the jerseys for? What are the big gaudy buildings for? What are all the? That's what Oregon's been doing it for for all the clicks for for years. So now they're everybody else is getting a taste. They of kind what of revolutionized other. the way you do it for clicks. But I'm though. saying, but uh, but they did very very few championships to prove for it outside of some Pac-12 championships. But 
they got great jerseys. They got everything. Oregon gives gives you reason to look at them, and it's the same thing. They're peacocking. The same many, thing Dion's doing right now. How many times have Colorado They're been peacocking. there in the last fifty? How many years? times have they had Prime as their coach, or at least people that got in the Pac-12, where there's USC and Washington and Oregon, and even Stanford when they were good? Who's who was going to Colorado? What great players were they getting? What great coaches were lined up to now go Tucker. there? And now in a year, all of a sudden, <laughs> Dion's got guys. That people are Dan Mullins, <laughs> right? See, you know, big ten so it's football. Just one of those things, but no, I didn't. I didn't think people were actually offended, you know, by that. That's crazy talk. Uh, I'm trying to remember. It wasn't Dan Mullen, but it was uh, some dude named uh, uh, Text Line. Actually, this is a great uh, time to ask for the Text Line here, Vancouver Ford Text Line. Uh, your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after. You got it. And <laughs> after this sale, visit VancouverFord.com, 503-8646-FAN. It wasn't Dan Mullen. It was, uh, and it's escaping me, They were he was on Isaac and Suke's show, actually, years ago. Yes, he was. After Colorado. Um, oh, my God. It's With his big me. mullet. Uh, yeah, that's why you say Mullen, because he had a mullet. I, I, I really think there's, like, this kind of natural, like, well, your hairstyle just uh, kind of makes me want to say Mullen. No, it wasn't Dan Mullen. It is absolutely killing me, because he used to be the um, he, Boise State head coach. And then uh, Dan Hawkins. There you go. It was Dan Hawkins, and things did not go well yeah, during the, his run at Colorado. Things <laughs> typically don't go well in Colorado. And now all of a sudden, <laughs> no, seriously. And now all of a sudden, for the past five weeks, they've been a part of the the major news feed. Dude, did you see the game with USC yesterday? I, I they were they, almost I, I, almost right. You know, so against the best team in the conference, they're getting almost. the pr- they're getting the proud of them votes right now. Uh, from uh, well, especially, the national, national media. Well, especially considering how they got, you know, drug all up and down the field yeah. the week prior by Oregon. So well, to come out true. the next week and play really well against a team that most people project to go to the playoff, like, yeah, that's that's pretty damn good. Now, I appreciate you kind of, Rashad, asking, like, well, where is this coming from? Pointing out a little bit of this absurdity because they should. They got their butt kicked by Oregon 42-6 right. last week. And sorry, national media. It, it's like, no, Dion shouldn't have won that game just because he's Dion Sanders. Let's talk about why Colorado lost, not just blame Dan Lanning for being racist and then all of a sudden we're well, they, did they use the word racist no no it was just very tongue-in-cheek like uh wording uh skip oh. bayless saying there's a lot of vitriol yeah the, the racism behind if that's who words. said it that's who said it then i'm it was he wasn't the he wasn't no credibility no twitter one. essentially translated into oh it's racism but skip did not say it no he kind of smelled his own fart and then chose his words very very carefully so. how about this twitter always keeps showing that twitter is king you can say whatever you want about Instagram and TikTok and everything like that. When news gets broken, Still or when you want to see people's instant reactions, I never go to my Instagram or my you know Facebook every now and then. We hit up the most part. Anybody on Threads? That yeah. that was a thing. What six months ago? And I don't think we hit anybody everything uses on it Inst- on on, uh, on Twitter or yeah. X. What's it? It's X now. It's X. Well, it's stupid. X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, right, why do right, I keep Joe? thinking I had a missed call when I had the uh, the X? I was like, man, what is this? Why do I have all these missed calls? And then I look closer. It's like, oh, this is. This is Twitter, crazy. But Twitter is—it's awesome. X, you can get like your updates on on news. What's your favorite team doing? You know, uh, the that that what what are these the people in porn or Rashad apparently doing? Like, just uh, woke up from hibernation. Uh, he, from a year sleep in a, a space pod. He's uh, amazed no, at the internet. No, I'm just saying, like you know, it, it's one of the things. Like as you know, TikTok caught up on the landing stuff. He's just <laughs> yawning when the show starts. Like, but. No. Did someone uh, open the cryo uh, the cryo no, sleep tank? No, of course not. <laughs> Just saying, I'm up now. It's eight a.m. Like we here. I've been up since, dude. Like what? At least six forty-five. So six forty-five. Yeah. I didn't get to I'm, bed I'm until about two a.m. You guys. So. It was about three when I fell Hence asleep. why you have your liter uh, milkshake over there, as uh, Souk calls it. <laughs> you know what? I love you, Souk. Although, yeah. I, and thankfully, I had some time to. He he called me out for my beaver steak on Friday. Oh and, boy! And then I ended up actually kind of being correct. So uh, and I, I'm, in, I'm holding that one for a while. I'm intrigued yeah, you keep to keep that one in the in the chamber for a minute. I'm intrigued to know what it is. And Vancouver Ford text line already uh, chiming in. And yes, it was Dan Hawkins. Thank you for backing me up on that. Uh, Ain't it a murals, brother? One thing I also saw on Twitter this morning, and actually I've seen a little bit, uh, hopefully I want to see some on the TV, the Toy Story version 
of this London game. Have you guys seen this? I'm watching it right now. You're watching the Toy Story, I, story I, version I, in there? I am watching the Toy Story ESPN Plus Disney Plus broadcast right now. And and I'll tell you what, it's it's hard to follow, y'all. First, um, there's a chip in each player's shoulder pads to track the movement and yep. then combines that with a Hawkeye optical tracking to animate the game in real time, apparently. Problem is when they have, uh, like, eight players too close to each other, maybe where you stand in a huddle on the offensive side, especially before the play starts, they all kind of start to shake. And they, you know, it's like, it, it, there's some issues. There's, it's not a hundred percent yet. I'm, it's I mean, for children. Yeah, if you're, yeah if you're, <laughs> I'm thinking if you're a five-year-old. I don't know if, it, if there's a 45-year-old watching this game at home, like this sucks. <laughs> no, it's I not am just gonna be... for children. It's for the wives. It's for, there's. Stop. There's a whole it's other Toy Story version of the game. These, it's for kids. It's for maybe the maybe the young girlfriends, you know, the the twenty, the early twenties that are, you know, seriously, the early twenties that are watching, you know, the Jimmy that's what Renner, T Swift renovations and stuff like that. So we're we're nailing all demographics in NFL at this point. We had at Taylor Swift is hitting the women uh, fifteen to forty five category. Did you hear we how had the Toy Kelsey's Story hitting children? Uh, under the age of uh, fifteen here, and then we already have the uh, male from ages twelve and up. So, I mean, we're good. Bro, did you see how the Kelseys came up this week as far as, like, podcast oh numbers goodness. and all no, types yeah. of stuff? Based oh, yeah, on... baby. Why did he have to Man. score a touchdown? If he hadn't scored a touchdown, it really wouldn't have been as big. They would have been showing her, but, like, the next Monday morning memes wouldn't have. I love it. I love I, it. I hate it. I love it. I mean, hey, man. I, Who, I hey. think it's I think it's great. All of a sudden, Travis Kelsey went from, like, super cool, like, John B., you know, R&B guy, and Ooh. now he looks like an off-duty cop who turns off his body cam. <laughs> who doesn't? You know, with just the mic, just the mustache. Yeah, the mustache needs yeah, to Yeah, it, it looks yeah. really, really weird, Travis. Hey, who doesn't love scoring a touchdown, and uh, especially in front of a new uh, new fling? I mean, if you know, your girl, your wife, you score many touchdowns in front of her, it's cool, but that first touchdown? And if your new fling is Taylor Swift? Oh, and it's... Like, seriously, it's Rihanna... Or Beyonce? Whoa. No, seriously. If be it's careful. like, I mean, because if let's be real, like Riri's my girl. Well, let's let's just be and let's be real. That's the tra not trajectory, but that's the level that she's at. You know, you say we want to culturally and everything like that. Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Rihanna. There is a cult like Nicki Minaj. There's a cult like yeah. I don't know if there's ever been anything like it's this T no. Swift thing right now, uh, dude. It's kind of crazy. Which number do you think will be higher? The number of passes. For touchdown that Travis Kelsey catches, or the number of months that Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey's relationship. Tra is Travis Kelsey screwed. He can't mess this up. <laughs> he cannot mess this up. This is the one. Listen, mm. Taylor Swift is doesn't huge. bode well. No, it doesn't. Because guess what? They break up. He's gonna have a song written about him. They're not together. They he messes up. He steps out of line. He does something that she doesn't like. Guess what? There's a new record that's going platinum in hours. That's going to be based on Travis Kelsey. You know, literally... technically, how this all started was over a friendship bracelet. So yep. this could be a, a, a thing here. Is literally... are they just uh, listen? Are they just are they just hanging out? Well, the friends don't come. Are to... they just Netflixing? I not chilling. I literally just read a quote that said they are in the very early stages of getting to know each other. Which is, hmm, that sounds. Like ninety percent of the people that I haven't talked Netflix to, and chill. You know, that's what they're doing right now. I hope, I hope that it's that. Travis. Is like I'm locked in right now in the season. And I can't have any distractions. I hope that it's him. That's you, uh, you know something about this. Me. Remember your boy Tony Romo. Remember when Jessica, uh, Jessica oh, Simpson yeah. was it? I think it was Carrie Underwood at one Carrie, point too. Man, yeah. Showed up at the game and everybody was, was up a, in arms. Whoa! You don't want this life. Yeah. You don't want this cowboy life. Okay. It's funny. It's a lot of pressure. It's you know the blondes come around, the cameras come around. It's it's a lot. It's okay. funny you guys mentioned the mustaches and blondes coming around because apparently you mentioned uh, Travis Kelsey, but also Olivia Dunn. You know the uh, very very hot LSU gymnast who went viral on Instagram this year. I recall. Yeah, her boyfriend, uh, top prospect in baseball. I think uh, Paul Skeens is his name. Um, he also rocks the stash. And I saw a Twitter article pointing out how Travis Kelsey and Paul Skeens are rocking the exact same stash and now how the stash is hot again. And it's just like, 
No, it's really not. Just because these two athletes are rocking Depends it. On Unless who's... they're making Super Troopers 3 and you're in it, there's no reason to have a mustache. It's and usually... it just the mustache. It looks creepy. It depends on the stash. No, man. There's no, there's no mustache. I'll grow out my stash. I'll do a stash. I'll grow out my beard. Listen, bro. I'll let it go, and then I'll shave and leave just the stash the, for you That guys. looks so weird. I'll leave just the stash. And it's like an eyebrow if it's a bl- If it's a blonde stash... Like and it's light colored, then yeah, no, absolutely not. You cannot be having a blonde colored mustache on your face. That is creepy. No, you know what? All these guys just look like wannabe New York Yankees because you can't have any facial hair except a mustache. But if you have like a Tom Selleck mustache, mustache, that's not cool. But they're not Tom Selleck. That's not cool. (laughs) No, I'm saying if you can. Okay, if well, you can have a Tom Selleck esque mustache, then rock that baby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I guess Tom Selleck's mustache. Are you follically challenged on the face, Jordan? Is the one? Are you, no, is I that just what it don't. Is? No, 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 no. I don't want. Actually, I could probably now that I'm close to 35, could probably grow something kind of like my. Dad's it sounds stash. like he's follically challenged just on the face. No, no, no. I shave it. I, I literally. I'm rubbing here. Vibes. It's like I think I need to shave it again because I'm <laughs> just saying, come man. Out. There's any any weirdo that you that we've seen like they rock just. The mustache, it's it's just it's weird. And no offense to anybody with just the mustaches, but if you can grow a mustache, that means you can probably grow a beard. Vancouver Four text line uh, says that Cam Smith mustache is so bad. Yeah, the uh, Australian golfer. That's he's got to let that go. Maybe it's an Australian thing, but that thing is disgusting. Now, if you're doing it for a job, if you're Hulk Hogan, like you're known for your mustache, <laughs> like that makes that makes sense. You're Tom Selleck. Got you're famous. Manchu. You're famous for your for your mustache. Yeah. Burt Reynolds is famous for his mustache. You or know, like an point. actual cop that has to keep their face clean and can only have a mustache. Yeah, like that's <laughs> that's weird. You that's, guys will change your mind once you see this. Uh, I, I've seen you with the mustache, Joe. Mustache, uh, Gotta be honest, person. it was weird, buddy. No, uh, all right, no, it wasn't Joe. Look at this guy. Look at this Fisher. guy on the TV right now. That, that is a solid stash. That, Ryan Nielsen, defensive coordinator for the Falcons. Ryan Nielsen looks like he hides in bushes <laughs> and, you know, calls people. In the hey, he's, uh, his defense has only given up 10 points so far, so the stash is clearly working. Well, what's today? October 1st? That's what's doing it. That's <laughs> the stash. The Tay-Tay Travis Kelsey. You heard it here on 1080 The Fan this morning. The Tay-Tay Travis Kelsey thing is going to be over by Halloween, y'all. I'm no, telling you. No, well, I'm telling you. Someone doesn't believe in true love. They. It's not about true love. They already got their boosts. They already... Got all over the social media. But yeah, but here are two people that probably... Yeah, they already won. They're done. Everybody They're could on. use a boost, but don't really need it. Travis God. Kelsey just won a Super Bowl. He's the best tight end in the league. He's basically Gronkowski now, and and Patrick Holmes is basically Brady all of a sudden. And then the other one is Taylor Swift. So, you know, yeah, the, the boost definitely helps, but... Yeah, this is like saying Tom Brady needs help finding a woman. Like, he obviously doesn't. So ugly. Have you seen him? I, I know. Yeah, man. He probably does need I'm happy for him both. I'm happy for him. I mean, listen, she can only write so many songs about breakups until she then writes the album about finding the one. And then, and then the imagine song. the numbers that's going to do. Are you kidding me? It's going to be great. Oh, my God. I don't think we have her a- worst wor- work yet. One star. Yeah. She finally finds a dude, marries him, settles down, and turns into a terrible musician. Yeah, this, I, I think this could be. I think this could be great. Uh, I think they're cute. There is an old <laughs> joke about that. I don't know if y'all watched Boy Meets World back in the day, but but a, a star had to just go dark, kind of like uh, Tay Tay or Beyonce or people that uh, sing like that kind of stuff, and and that's what works. That's what people want to hear. Uh, a pairing that uh, we are going to have to get to later in the NBA. A new pairing. The Oregon Ducks, of course, played yesterday. The Oregon State Beavers played on Friday. We'll have to get to their games and some other Pac-12 matchups as we have a huge Pac-12 matchup in a couple of weeks now. We're going to do Who Do You Love at the end of the first hour. So uh, get your picks ready, fellas, as far as who you think is going to get some uh, spreads covered or not, over-unders, all that good gambling stuff. We'll uh, look over our picks from last week as well. Uh, Hour two. Um, college game day needs to settle down on ESPN, and we got some audio for that. MLB playoffs, those are set. All the teams, divisions, wildcard teams, and up in Seattle, they're not too happy that they aren't one of those teams. So we get to that as well, and we are going to end the show with Fantasy Scrambles. Any fantasy football starter sit questions, we will end things off there. So text that into the Vancouver 4 text line, 503-864-6FAN. This is Football Sunday brought to you by Grillworks Supply Co. They're having a huge sale this week as well. 
100 grills and 100 hours go until Wednesday. Huge clearance sale. Check them out on Hall Boulevard. But first, on Football Sunday, we got to start with the biggest news we've had in this city in a long time, and that's Damian Lillard being traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. I know it's not football. But we have to talk about it here next on Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company on Portland's sports leader, 1080 The Fan. It has been an amazing last 11 years with Damian Lillard as a Portland Trailblazer. Let's nev- not ever forget what he has given to this city, the moments. We'll have the rest of our lives to think about all those moments and everything he's done. But let's break down the last week of uh, transgressions that has led to Damian Lillard now being the newest member of the Milwaukee Bucks, which, thank God, first of all, of all the teams that had their names in the mix, I'm glad he's going to the Bucks, playing with Giannis, a very likable star. Two dudes that are both very likable. That combination is going to be nasty. We can get to that at some point. But Damian Lillard is uh, finally traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. And the return for the Blazers, um, it's a three-team trade with the Suns as well. And Blazers uh, get back Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, um, Jordan. You might have the name of the third guy. off. Tumani Kamara. Thank you. Yes, sir. Um, draft pick, uh, 2029, and then a couple draft swaps, I believe. 2030. Look at you, locked in. Well, and, it's, it's burned into my memory. Yeah, at this point, yeah. Very, um, very sad. So that is the trade as of now. Drew Holiday, not going to be a Blazer, looking to get more. I think I've read about, like, there's like 14 teams interested in acquiring him. That could be multiple picks. Of course. Maybe a young player coming that way. But the trade has happened. I mean... He's going to go to Milwaukee. This is the new like new era of the Blazers without Damian Lillard and Rashad. I mean, just initial thoughts from the trade, the return, when it all happened. Because I believe this was on uh, Tuesday or uh, Wednesday, I believe, that this Wednesday morning Wednesday. is when it went down. I got out of the doctor office uh, checking out my back. And shocking, nothing wrong with it, apparently. I have to go to PT. Let's not get into that, though. What were your initial thoughts, though, Rashad, about the trade? First initial thought was finally, it's over. Like this is like thank God, thank <laughs> just thank God this this whole <laughs> thing is over because it's been nothing but I would say months, but let's just be really years of of talk about man's Dame gonna sign here, is he gonna get traded? Like what's best for the organization? What do you do? And let's be real, we got a, 11, 10 years 
you know, of healthy Damian Lillard. You know, we got some great teams in between there with LaMarcus and, you know, um, Wesley and, you know, all those guys had a great playoff run, run one year, getting all the way to the conference final. Like, you know, just I, I've, on that note, man, appreciate what, what happened or what he did. And I think more than anything, I'm just ready to kind of move on. You know, like I think 10 years, 11 years um, for any franchise is a lot. You know, that's a, that's a lot of a lot of time. Kids are, you know, ele- from elementary school through high school. If you're my son only knows Damian Lillard as a Portland Trailblazer. You my know? son and, cried the day it happened, apparently. Yeah. See, you know, it's just and there's a lot of kids that had jerseys and went to the Rose. Uh, to I Motor made him run a lap me. because of it. Because, yeah. Yeah. Wipe those tears. we rub some dirt on it, man. He'll be fine. Then do up downs. Yeah, see, that's that's there you go, Joe Jackson. Did you do him with him, Dan Campbell? <laughs> yeah. Oh hell no! I had him do push-ups <laughs> with my foot on his back. No tears, you know. But overall, I I was I was happy with the with the return that the Blazers got, including Drew Holiday. You know, only even if Drew Holiday is going to be used as a a trade piece to get more pieces or, you know, oh, more yeah. bench players or whatever he's going to be. Yeah, they're flipping uh, it's going In due to be, time. It's going to be something that could that's going to be, you know, beneficial for the franchise. Uh, I was, I think, you know, I've never was a Nurkic fan. And so, boy, yeah, go, I want to talk about, you know, being happy that a run is over. Yeah. I mean, I mean that mean, that thing ran its course. For, for, for Nurk to go was, was, you know, it was like, okay, that's a, that's a move. But for the most part, man, I, I, I think I think a lot of credit's got to be given to Joe Cronin, who I think is kind of people are fifty fifty on. But wait, I thought he was the worst person on plan on planet Earth. Nah. And, uh, his well, wait till t- I chime in. His time he, was numbered. He did his job. Somebody in he, that studio still thinks so. Yeah, he did his he did mm-hmm. his job. You know, he he did exactly what he was supposed to do, which was he didn't cave to his superstars players. You know, wasn't even a request; it was a demand. I want to be traded, and I want to be traded to this team. If you don't trade me to this team, then I'm not going to play. That's essentially what Damian Lillard said. And so he could have been like, okay, I'll trade you to Miami, get nothing back for it, and screw our franchise. Then how mad uh, would people have been at Joe Cronin? If you'd have really made that trade and taken Tyler Hero and uh, who was the other one that they were trying to – that they're trying to give the other white shooter. I mean, all I saw that the reports were coming out was uh, Tyler Hero and and, – Two first, two first, and then Kyle Lowry. If, Kyle, the, match, if that was if that was really the deal that you were going to get, Blazer fans would have been pissed. And Joe Cronin possibly would have lost his job. Absolutely. It's not just about Blazers fans being pissed. It no. was Joe Cronin trading for his job here. That's exactly what he did. And look what he did. He he took the superstar player, got some first round picks out of it. Was probably going to get more first round picks out of it because of the Drew Holiday trade. You got a a competent center. All of a sudden, and then you made room for your twenty point a night scorer, Anthony Anthony Simons, and then your two new young guns to be able to grow and flourish. Career or excuse me, um age the age is like what the average age is like 24, 25 ish. One of the uh, youngest that makes them one of the youngest yeah. teams in the league. It sounds like he totally point. just ruined the franchise and roster to me. I mean he didn't ruin it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Sarcasm. We, we still I, don't I, know how these guys are gonna play. I don't think they're gonna win many games, but I mean, hey, we'll see. You at least got uh, a few veterans, you know, in the lineup that can maybe get you over the hump. Because if you're asking me right now who's better, Aiton or Nurk? Oh, easy. It's easy not answer. even, yeah, right? It's not even a question who's better at this point. And so, of course, you lose Dame, but you've got some young talent that, and we keep forgetting about Shaden Sharp. Like, we've talked a lot about Scoot Henderson to where we've kind of forgotten about Shaden Sharp and his skill set and him his growth and all those things. So, yeah, I wasn't mad at Joe Cronin. I actually thought he did a really good job. He's not Danny Ainge, but he still came out of this thing looking great. And like you said, Jordan, may have saved his job with this, with this trade. So I see two sides to this deal. Just what you said, yeah, he saved his job essentially and really gained the respect, I think, of some Blazers fans and national media as well and probably some others in the NBA GM circle just able to get what they did. I'm not sure people were thinking they were going to actually be able to get a front court piece that they wanted, but congrats to Joe Cronin for doing that. And yes, they needed to move on after so much time, but there is the Blazers fan side of me that will never accept the fact that I get it. We got 10, 11 great healthy years of Dame. We gave up probably four more years, maybe three more prime years. If he stays healthy, this is in peak peak world. We gave that up for, another 10 years of Scoot Henderson with an organization that couldn't 
put talent around one of the top players in NBA history. So so I, I get it. We have to do this. We're here, and I've got to un- understand and accept it. But but there is part of me that will be mad forever at this Blazers organization for letting egos to d- just dictate everything. Dame wanted to come back. After all of this happened, Joe, I'm sure we're going to get into that. And it's just so frustrating to hear basically egotistical attitudes and a couple of jerks may have uh, swayed these talks throughout this entire process. Uh, the thing that um, that like kills me the most over time is that... We're forgetting how bad of like that Neil shape put this team in. Like it was, it was really. Stop really breaking bad. news, dude. It, it, it it's re- it was really bad when Joe Cronin took over, and I think that he, for the last what two years since uh, Olshay left, has been trying to play this line of we need to reset the deck. And I'm going to somehow make Dame a part of that, but I don't know if it's going to be possible. And quite frankly, I think that things changed dramatic, uh, dramatically and drastically, both words, on draft night when the Hornets took Brandon Miller instead of Scoot Henderson. I mean, at that point, I, I think them wanting Scoot Henderson was a huge part of things changing as far as the third pick goes. But how it, did they get Scoot? Well, I mean, they didn't trade the third overall pick no, no, leading no, no, up to the draft. No, but how did they is... get the third overall pick? They sat Dame and went one and nine in the last ten games because they said, Dame, buy into what we're doing and we're going to get this around The third you. pick wasn't guaranteed at that point, though. But then the when they got it. The sixth or seventh was but, maybe, but... you know, that's where they were in that area. Nothing was guaranteed at that point. But then when they got it because of what Dame did for them, when they got more than what they wanted, they said, screw you, Dame, we're moving on. I- I'm I'm never going to get over that, Joe. I mean, well, I mean, I mean <laughs> here's the cold part, though. Like, going to have to here in a couple like, months. After, nope. after, after months nope. of, after months of, man, dude wouldn't even speak on the Blazers. That was, that was, that was, I'm, well, I'm not even going to speak on the Trailblazers organization when he was asked questions, you know, about it. And then all of a sudden, you demand a trade. I'm only going here. The, I've been so loyal, all these things. You said all these things for, for so long. And then all of a sudden, man, yeah, I guess I'm going to come back and at least until y'all trade me. And it, it's yeah, and let's not get it twisted either. No, I don't it want wasn't. You to come a, back. I'm going to come. Lot, a lot's happened. Yeah, we're good. Like you, it's okay. We this can wasn't go our a, separate ways. How is you coming back supposed to impact these young dudes? Like you coming back, you've already basically mean like I don't want to be a part of this team. Don't want to be part of this organization. And now like oh, all three. And what sport? What and what sport outside of Kobe with the Blake with the Lakers because he's Kobe and the Lakers are falling apart and what sport has there ever been a superstar that's been like yeah I don't want to be here and then he came back and was like I'm I was playing y'all we're good yeah I'm gonna go to my girlfriend and say hey I'm gonna look for a little bit better option Charles see if I can is go out win, there see if I can go win a championship and uh, then oh. come back two months later. And uh, be like, you know what? I'm going to come back and uh, see how this works for a little bit longer. Guys, I and, bet you those relationships do still exist. No, and and exactly. those, And we, we call those dudes simps. And Joe Cronin wasn't a simp because basically you thought this girl in Miami was going to give you everything that you weren't, that you needed to, to be successful. And Miami was like, yeah, we're, you're not, I don't like you that much to give you that. And then it was like, okay, well, I guess I'll come back. No, go back to Miami. Go take him. That's what you wanted. That's exactly what Dane wants. So he kind of made this bed in a lot of ways. And let's be real. You took an uh, extra $125 million, extra whatever, to tie up more funds so we couldn't get more superstars. You asked them to shine Jeremy Grant knowing that you weren't going to be there. Like, yo, you did a lot of this stuff. So I understand. I love Damian Lillard, and I appreciate everything he's done as a trailblazer. But he's got to take some blame for the way this whole thing went down to. You built, your, built your whole thing on on loyalty and then did the most – weirdest disloyal stuff over the last couple of months. Like, bro, who does that? Who does that? I get it, man. So, hey, man, good luck to him. I think you're going to do great things in Milwaukee. The East is a beast. I think that's what we're not saying. The East is tough. But uh, I think, man, between Dame and Milwaukee, inside, outside, psh, that's a problem. It'll be nasty. That's a problem. It'll be nasty. No, I'm I'm glad it's all over, man. I, I'm just ready to turn the page. I love Dame, too, but I am um, – it's it, – Whoever's in the front office, whoever's calling the shots, whatever, it's still always 
the Portland Trailblazers. It's not the Portland Damian Lillards. It's not going to be the Portland Scoot Hendersons in 10 years. What the Portland Drexlers? We've seen this before. I mean, we've seen this before. Unfortunately, we lost our other best or our best player ever. And I'll, that's what I, that's what I think. That's my own thing. The role of a general manager is to look out for the best of the team in the franchise. And, and I think everybody got what they wanted. Dame didn't get to go to Miami. He went to Milwaukee, probably a better situation. You know, a championship uh, situation already with a surefire superstar. Amen. Arguably the best player in the league. Amen. (sighs) I think that. I think that's a. I think Dame is great. Yeah, we say it's over, but it's not. I mean, as we get into the season, as these careers progress for the younger Blazers, and as things go for Damian Lillard, we're. It's not going to. It's going to be dog days. Oh, we're not done with this. We're not done with this at all. But what we are starting with next is the Oregon Ducks. A uh, big win, but uh, more so want to talk about what's to come in two weeks for them. That is a huge game up in Seattle. We do that next, but first, Jordan Schultz with a Sports Center update. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Your Sunday home for college football recaps in the NFL. This is Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Well, NBA does start in like two weeks or something like that. It's uh, happy October, by the way. Oh, yeah, man. October 1st. 1st, right? First yeah. of the month. Jeez. Wake up, come, come on. Yep. Wake up, wake oh, up. Oh, shout out to Earth. You know, uh, hopefully, man, um, thoughts and, and, and prayers and everything to Crazy Bone. Oh, did he's he? been he, like in the hospital, yeah. like fighting for his life in critical conditions. I saw so that. We're singing first Member of, the month. of uh, Bone Thugs yeah, and Harmony. As we're, as we're over here singing first of the month, man. Uh, hopefully, he's uh, he's able to pull through. Uh, the Ducks they won yesterday against Stanford. It was a bit of a slog. Uh, Stanford did their best to keep the ball away from Oregon for as long as possible, and Oregon at first, uh, first two series were three and outs, I believe. So it was very much uh, what the hell is going on. And I've seen uh, those games before and um, where, you know, it's just a slow start. It, the stadium is half full. You're playing a team that definitely do- you don't have the juice for like you do against Colorado. It's it's weird. And then things started to click in. And before you know it, Oregon got another 42-6 win under their belt. And now they go into the bye week. You know, we can break down this. Uh, game if we really want to, but I don't because once Oregon got things clicking, you don't like the slow start by any means. But again, I just think that is you're coming out of a huge game, huge environment, and you go down and play Stanford, one of the you know least important games on your schedule as far as a conference schedule goes. And again, the stadium, there was probably more Duck fans there than Stanford fans there. And it was like yeah, half full, maybe. The if du- that the Ducks are the are the, you know they've got a, a Yankee esque you know Laker esque kind National of brand. feel to them absolutely so you're gonna find a lot of 
duck fans all scattered all across the country and except for maybe the south so they got it clicking they were looking good the game that wrapped up the pac-12 slate last night though was Washington taking on Arizona. And I bring that up because that is Oregon's next opponent, the Washington Huskies. I I can't believe I stayed up as long as I did watching this game last night, Rashad, Washington versus Arizona. Well, it should not have been this close, and Washington kept shooting themselves in the foot over and over again. They But both the teams really did. It was a back-and-forth mess of a game. And it was about 31-17 with three minutes left to go or so. And then Arizona was able to get another score, 31-24. But it was just a little bit too late. I, from me trying to stay awake and watch the end of the game, um, I did see Arizona get that last touch. My dad, because I stayed at his house last night, he uh, literally checked out at 31-17, thought the game was over. So Washington letting Arizona stay in it. And quite frankly, I love seeing this. Because there's Washington spending time and energy on a game they really shouldn't have had to with Arizona. Yes, they have the bye week and have the time to get, but that that kind of performance instills doubt in your team. And quite frankly, what I was seeing out of the Washington is their run defense was not looking too good. Number three for Arizona, um, uh, the name's escaping me, but he seemed like he was getting really solid little chunk runs, eight yards, nine yards of play. Because the Arizona's quarterback could not do anything to save his life. So if you're an Oregon fan, if you're an Oregon Ducks player, and you see that from Washington, you're like, boom, vulnerable right there. Washington was being called one of the best teams in the country by some pundits out there nationally, I mean, in this area. So now you see what Oregon has done in back-to-back weeks in conference play to start the year. You've seen what USC has done, especially against Colorado, and their defense overall. Utah taking a loss. Oregon State taking a loss. And then this Washington game, you got to be going into Seattle feeling really good, Oregon, as far as not just being good in this game, but one of the best teams, if not the best team in the conference. I mean, I I don't want to say Seattle, or excuse me, Seattle, Washington. Um, I think it was kind of one of those things. Like, they came into this game, especially going up after 14, 14 nothing in the first, and kind of was like, okay, we got this, guys. Easy work, right? We're in Arizona. We're in uh, Tucson, right, for uh, University of Arizona? Yes. Tucson, right? Jordan? Yes. Geography on the fan. Tucson, Arizona, I believe, is yes, where the University yes. of Arizona is. Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, and I'm going to blame that, you know. <laughs> so, you ever been to Tucson? Uh, mountainous <laughs> no, part of Arizona. Have you ever been to University of Arizona or Arizona State? Yes, different. It's it, a, you know, it's a, it's a different place. Not going to imagine being. So I've heard. So I've heard. Yeah, I can imagine being a little distracted. But um, the 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 crazy thing is they won this game, and it wasn't necessarily because of Michael Penix Jr. Like, and not that he didn't play well in the game. He was thirty for forty, over you know three hundred and fifty yards, but he didn't throw a touchdown. Um, he was sacked a couple times. Yeah, they were getting to him. Arizona they, was. They, no, Arizona, and I think a lot of this is we look at it and say it's Arizona, right? It's the yeah. We we don't we're not really concerned about what the Wildcats can do. Well, like, keep in mind this, this was with a backup quarterback too. Jane Delore did not play. I'm telling you, there are the Arizona quarterback had a few times that he wanted to give this game away. So Washington had times to put this game away late, and they just didn't. They let Arizona kind of get back in it and, and only lose by a touchdown. And even still, you know, uh, after the quarterback was trying to give the game away at points, so so to say, still had three touchdowns. He only threw one pick, but still had three touchdowns, and he got uh, got sacked once. But other than that, like, I thought Arizona played a gutsy game. I didn't think that they would even be close to Washington. And I don't want to say – if you're Oregon, you should definitely be concerned because it's Washington, because it's a rival, because this – you know, this this in the in this closing year of the Pac-12, you know, all these games mean so much more than they used to mean. And so, man, I, I'm I'm confident if you're Oregon, and then if you're putting up forty plus points a game, you're confident every week. You know, you you just blew out um, Stanford. You you blow out Colorado the week prior. You've had nothing but blowouts at this point. So, are you super confident that you can go up to Seattle and blow them out? Yeah, I, I think you are. Especially I don't know if, about if, 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 God, especially so if Washington's going to play anything and like they did, and if Michael Penix uh, Jr. isn't going to be able to kind of um, produce in the end zone, 
then yeah, I I, I see Bo Nix and company running away with this. Gosh, I am, I'm so nervous. I, I'm I'm gonna be a nervous wreck for the next two weeks, honestly, with this game because I have I saw we saw what happened last year down in Autzen, and kind of. It was same thing in the what I was saying about this a lot of shooting yourself in the foot kind of in the fourth quarter and towards the end of the game that let Washington stay alive and it's you just hope that the defense because you've been seeing the last two weeks that the defense is improved from last year. I don't know how much you can take away from the first three games. I mean, even with uh, that Texas Texas Tech game, the defense was great turning the ball over, but they let Tyler Shuck run and throw the ball all over him for the most part. This is the biggest test by far for the defense. And you aren't going to really get, um, yeah, I guess you get Caleb Williams, but throughout the rest of the season, I mean, if Cam Rising comes back, DJU, um, I mean, Cam Ward as well. So you still have three great quarterbacks left to play, but th- this is the first real test for you guys coming up on the defensive end. The, the D linemen, the edge rushers, getting to the quarterback, that has looked great, but secondary it's all eyes are on you in this matchup no yeah talking about Oregon secondary absolutely growing from game one to game five I'm impressed with all the guys like thankfully Kyrie Jackson he went down uh, briefly with an injury in last night's game but able to come back uh, doing all right Steve Stevens Evan Williams led the team in tackles last night and that was not because they were like you know long routes that were being hit by their quarterback Stanford's quarterbacks can't pass so their secondary Oregon's is absolutely I'm I'm not totally convinced that they're elite yet but they're getting there and you want to play the comparison game I was talking to dirt on the post game show last night and you know Oregon did just absolutely slam Colorado 42 to 6 right and then what happens they turn around and almost come back and get a win against USC it's hard not to look at the difference of those games between Oregon versus Colorado and USC versus Colorado and see exactly you know where Oregon played a lot better and USC and Washington are supposed to be kind of those elite teams of the Pac-12. I think people think it's like Washington, USC, Oregon kind of is like the 1B of those team collections. So I do think that there's something to be said about what Oregon did to Colorado and how elite those two, USC and Washington, at the top of the Pac-12 actually are. And I think Oregon at this point does look like the much better team, especially after that Colorado beatdown. So I'm interested to see how they attack Washington's secondary and uh, hopefully run it up their throat. And I also think, you know, and I still think Oregon would have won the game, but if that game was played in Colorado, maybe that's a little bit different, you know, for that that Ducks team, considering the way they were there packing out that stadium, you know, every single Saturday for uh, Colorado. But um, being at home for, for UW is huge. You know, being there and I'm not sure what the weather is going to be like. It it might be considering the the trend of the weather around here. It might be our first kind of nasty game of the year. We don't really know, know the, the the we have a two week forecast, but it could change. It was yeah. like 68, 69 and cloudy, so yeah. not bad. So not but bad, but we could, don't know yet. could potentially be make it a mess. Something different. I want to make it a mess. Slop it up, baby. Slop them up. Get us ready yeah. for hate. I don't week like those games, mess. you know. But uh, I I I think. I still think USC is the top of the class for the Pac-12, and right now this is going to be, this is going to tell us who's number two, straight up and down. Like who's the who's the second best team in this conference, and then from there we can figure out the rest of the conference from one and two. Vancouver Ford text line chimes in. Oregon has a defense this year and more balanced offensively. Oregon fifty-one, U Dub thirty. Dear God, man! That's a that's a blitz. Still, still kind of a blowout. Wow! Just putting it on the table and saying, "Hey, look at this thing!" Wow. 5130. It's very specific. I love it. Um, listen, as someone who drunkenly threw out a 51-19 score of the Colorado game, getting to 51, I'd love to see it happen somehow. I mean, that's a lot of field goals or maybe a safety in there. <laughs> it's kind of like a scoregami almost. Um, but yeah, again, I'm going to be a nervous wreck next two weeks. Having a bye leading up to uh, up to this is just yeah, and buys. I was pissed when I realized Washington had a bye. Also, I'm just hoping the slate of flip college games for this week is <sighs> is good. Especially you know when your team has a bye, you at least want to see some cool games if you're not playing. All right, let's uh, let's lay out the rest of the show. Let's do who do you love next? Then we got hour number two coming up. We'll do Oregon State. We'll uh, we'll we'll ask some questions to College Game Day and uh, what the hell they're doing exactly. Uh, got a little baseball to get into because the playoffs are set and uh, 
The Mariners, uh, it's going to be another boring October for them, unfortunately. And then we're going to finish with the fantasy scramble. So if you have fantasy, uh, any fantasy football sit or start questions, uh, who needs to play, who needs to sit, I um, have a waiver wire question, I need to uh, start this quarter, whatever the hell it is, just text it in to the Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6FAN. We'll get to that at the end of the show. But next, it is Who Do You Love? We're going to look at our record, uh, our scores from last week, rather, and make some picks for this week's NFL slate and college slate if you want next week, too, boys. We do that next here, Football Sunday, brought to you by Grillworks Supply Co., next on 1080 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Who do you love? Rashad and Joe share their predictions and look back at last week to see if they still love their picks. It's time for Who Do You Love? Part of Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Who do you love? Uh, unfortunately, I love the Eagles last week. That makes me just, just disgusted to say, quite honestly. Uh, looking at our picks from last week, Rashad... You went Raiders three under Ugh. to cover. Ooh. Yeah, that did that not did not work out too well. Uh, Seahawks four and a half. I believe you were good on that. I mean, they were up big. And uh, yes, 37-30. Oh, wait. I'm on the wrong week here. What the hell is going say, on? I don't think that happened. What is going on right now? I know that uh, I was wrong on their under against the Panthers. Yeah, they won by 10. Um, I was wrong on their over-under, like, damn near the start of the fourth quarter on that one. And taking a look at some other ones. Uh, Rashad, you took Eagles to cover the five. I took the Eagles to cover the five. Um, I took the Cowboys to cover 12 and a half. Let's not uh, talk about that, though. Let's move on. Um, Jordan Titans to Mm-mm. cover the three. Mm-mm. No. And I believe they had uh, less than 100 yards of offense that game. They got to move on from Ryan Tannehill. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Three seasons ago. You're not wrong. And what else? You had uh, Rams and uh, over the Bengals. And that uh, that was a close game that there is. on Monday night. Ugly as hell. I think it was just because Joe Burrow played. Uh, I mean, the Joe Burrow factor allowed Cincinnati to win that one. So, But, but hey, shout out to them. And that, that was a big decision to come in and keep them 1-2 and two instead of 0-3, oh right? All right, so week two here, uh, not just the NFL, but we can go college if you want. Uh, is there anything uh, that you're seeing, Rashad, you want to jump uh, jump out with? Uh, let's see. Let's look at today's <laughs> I'm looking games. at the slate right now, and some of the games are just – you want to go after that Broncos-Bears game at all? Uh, no, I think I'll be <laughs> – Totally. That should be that's the, the that's the toilet bowl right there. That game seventy points, dear God. Um, seventy points. Like, how do you even explain that? How's everybody not fired on Tuesday? Like, everybody should be fired at that point. Um, I guess the game I'm going to start with is um, the Rams uh, at the Colts. Um, I think uh, what I think the Rams are favored by one. Yes, you know, in this game. Um, I. Is Anthony Richardson playing? Yes, today? he is back. Yeah, he Anthony Richardson back. I, I like that number um, going up a little bit. Um, Anthony Richards, I, I've been impressed for, with him for at least a little bit that I was able to see him play. So hopefully he's able to you know, some, put some big points on the board for his team at home. Uh, a one-point spread isn't, isn't, isn't much, at least in my opinion. So uh, I'm going to say... Um, Going Colts to cover the one or just money line? Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts to cover the one. All right. I'm actually on the other end of that game. You're going with the Rams again. I'm going with the Rams. It's an easy pick I think. Uh, Richardson obviously down a bit, and the Rams with their top receiver option, Puka Nakua still. Matt Stafford's looking 
30 as opposed to 36. So, yeah, I think Rams on the road in the Easy Dome Arena. No weather, no weather like game. No, Rams in a pickup. Rams straight up. I'm going to go with the Bengals at the Titans. Bengals only a two and a half point favor. I know their offensive, uh, their offense hasn't looked great, but the Titans offense has looked just as god awful to start the year. Uh, a, a little bit in the right trajectory last week with their win over the Rams. Again, it's been tough sledding, but I think that this is the week that things finally pop off. I know it's in uh, Tennessee and the Titans have a good defense, but if the Browns can put up 27 points, and the Bengals are finally past their preseason, essentially, the first three weeks of the game. Give me Bengals covering the two and a half. Rashad, next one on the slate for you. Dallas is favored by six against my New England Patriots at home. Oh God, we haven't even gotten into this, bud. This after, yeah, I know, man. It's it's a you know it's a it's a house in Dallas right now. In Zeke Dallas, returning to Dallas. Zeke coming back to Dallas. Curious of what that fanfare is going to be, but because he's coming home to Dallas, I I would expect him to to at least get some goal line touches. You taking a prop bet here, Zeke? Uh, yeah, see, right? <laughs> Zeke you know? over uh, one and a half touchdowns. Yeah, right. I'm just gonna, <laughs> but I'm gonna say uh, he's gonna have zero touchdowns considering the way he's played so far. Uh, hey, he had like what 80 yards rushing last week. No, he did. The they're they're using him more. He's starting to understand the playbook. And if you know anything about that New England play, playbook, it's incredibly difficult for a lot of people. You but, and I, uh, all your years uh, going through that playbook, huh? Oh man, you know it's it's, it's intricate. You know it's intricate, <laughs> but uh, um. As much as I love my Pats, uh, I'm a realist, and I'm surprised that the spread isn't a, a little more. I, think, I know there's a lot of uh, stock in New England's defense right now. Did, did you are, see the Cowboys play last week? I did see them play, but they're still very good despite how bad they played last week. And so as much as I hate to admit that, and especially in front of one Joe Fisher, um, I'm taking uh, the spread of six. I'm taking uh, the Cowboys money six. Damn. Jordan, something, uh, something tasty on, uh, on there for you? Uh, my second one, I think, is very tasty indeed, and honestly, kind of an easy one. The line, I feel like Vegas is trying to trap people. The line keeps going down. It was at 9. Sunday night football, Chiefs at Jets. Zach Wilson, I mean, unless he just all of a sudden shows up and acts different than we've seen him in the past two and a half seasons, I don't see any result but the Chiefs covering it is now eight so I'm gonna go with Kansas City covers the eight in that one I think they're gonna win by at least two touchdowns there uh yes I mean the Chiefs offense popped last week against the Bears but uh, they play a much better defense tonight in New York so it'll be interesting to see what they do against the Jets all right we got the Raiders at the Chargers today in LA Probably going to be more Raider fans and Charger fans in the building. But the Raiders are playing some dude named O'Connell. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's like Raiders to start rookie O'Connell at quarterback. Who is this? Aiden O'Connell. Uh, Aiden O'Connell. Okay. Well, that name sounds familiar out of college. Yeah. Yeah. I, what college? This sounds like. I a, don't know, but this, I've heard Is the this name. an AI generated Who's quarterback? Purdue. There you go. Uh, fourth round pick, one hundred thirty fifth pick in the, uh, this year's draft by the Raiders. Aiden O'Connell Watch will be, be starting cold. for them. You're trusting me? You think that Aiden Connell's going to be able to get Devontae Adams the ball today? You got to be kidding yourself. Amen. Hey Amen. Hey How many times have we seen some rando come off the bench named Tony Romo? Hey. And just light the world on fire and do it consistently over. for the next few years. Hey man, it happens all the Are time. You Everybody, that's Aiden O'Connell. Hey, it might be. We don't know. We don't know. Well, we Chargers are getting six and a half at home. They are putting up points like crazy. I'm taking the Chargers to cover the six and a half against the Aiden O'Connell led Raiders. Yikes. Uh, who did you have again, Jordan? Sorry. No, it's cool. It was Kansas City to cover the eight. Kansas it was nine down to eight City. over the New York Jets. And, and they're really good defense and terrible offense. That's the Taylor effect right there. And then Chargers to cover the six and a half. Robert and Sala is lying to everybody saying that Zach Wilson is a good quarterback, by the way. Can, can we just like, he might be committing organizational he, well, can't malpractice. Say he's trash. I, I was going to say, is he saying he's a good quarterback or more so saying he's our quarterback? He's 
saying that he is the quarterback. It's a very general statement. <laughs> I'll go back and pull the exact quote, but but the yeah, words are quarterback. Praise, see, no, it's beyond he's our quarterback. It, it's, well, you're stuck with him for he's the technically year. A starting, uh, he's technically a quarterback for the New York Jets, yes. <laughs> he's stuck with him for the year because for whatever reason, quarterbacks don't get traded midseason. Uh, give Terry Bridgewater a call. Um, all right. Uh, we're up against it. Rashad, what's your last one, bud? Oh, I got to do one more? Yes, that was only two. Dang it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> He's going to be go, losing money this week. I will go. Uh, <laughs> let's go with the, with the Monday night game. Um, and that Seahawks at the Jets. Seahawks favored by a point and a half. Uh, Seahawks uh, Giants. Seahawks Giants. I'm so sorry. Another terrible New York team. But uh, Seahawks favored by a point and a half. I'm definitely taking Seahawks in the points. You're taking the Seahawks to cover yes, one and indeed. a half. The long flight over to New York. Yeah. All it's right. going to be a slow, dumpy game, I think. Slow, dumpy game. Slow, poopy game. Jordan, next one. All right, last one for me is actually a player prop. Jay Herbie. Justin Herbert, former Duck, uh, his total yards. Most books have him around 280, 281 and a half. I see the over there. He's been just absolutely nuts connecting with Keenan Allen all season. And I know Mike Williams is out, but uh, they do have a couple of other weapons as well. And no Eckler today, but my man, Justin Herbert's basically without Eckler going to half the pass the ball a ton. So I see over the 281 and a half for Jay Herbie today. Go over. 280 and a half. Okay. And then I am going to go to the uh, Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. This one is in Cleveland. Messy divisional game. But I'm going with the Ravens to cover the two. I love the Ravens this year. Much more than I like the Browns. Uh, Honestly, I just hope the worst for the Browns. And I'm hoping this isn't an emotional bet. But uh, they they put up twenty four points, twenty two points. What the worst for the Browns? Yeah, just the entire organization all the time. Jeez, uh, twenty seven points against the Titans last week. But again, that that team is just garbage. So I'm going Ravens to cover the two points, and that is who do you love? These games start in just an hour, and hour two of Football Sunday starts next, right here on ten eighty the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.